I'm Mary Byers, and this is Successful Associations Today. My guest is Andy Bailey, founder and head coach at Petra Coach, where he and his team of entrepreneurial business coaches deploy their no BS approach to inspire, transform, and scale organizations. He also applies a no-try approach, and I look forward to learning a little bit more about that as we get into the interview. A serial entrepreneur, Andy started his first company while still in college, and he built that into a Inc. 500 corporation and successfully exited from that. Now he and his team coach businesses and with and audiences toward mastering the same habits he uses to scale his and his clients' businesses and teams. I think he's got a lot to teach associations today, and I'm happy to have him here. Welcome, Andy. Thanks for having me in today. You advocate from moving from defense to offense. And why is that so important? And how can listeners do that? I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs in the last couple of weeks. Everybody's, nobody told me they were still playing defense. They either said, we're in stabilization, we're in reset. Hardly anybody has told me they're in offense. So there's somewhere between this stabilization. They're working on reset mostly right now. Um, they're going to go back to defense. There's going to be things that happen in the next 12 months. They're going to put us back in defensive mode. If nothing else, then when we return to the office, there's going to be some defensive play that needs to be made, right? So the simplicity of we just put everybody at home, well, hell, now we got to bring them back, right? So we got to play defense again. So thinking in terms of how fast we're going through that cycle as opposed to we're going to sit in stability because we're not going to sit in stability right now. People just need to realize that. So I think the framework of just being able to articulate and stop and ask, are, is, is this defense? Is this stabilization? Is this a reset? Because if you know you're in the reset phase, the questions that you're going to ask are different than the questions you would ask in the stabilization stage. So thank you for that, because I think that helps leaders start to articulate and in their own minds can, can ask, what stage are we in? And as you mentioned, you might be in all four stages in the same day, depending on what the topic is. If you're trying to take a conference to virtual, you're resetting. If you are uh, just trying to stabilize finances, then you're, in the, from the financial standpoint, stabilization is the, the question. So I, I think that's great advice. Um, one of the things that I'm hearing from the leaders that I'm talking to is they are contingency planning, but they feel like they need contingency plans for the contingency plans they're making because, as you mentioned, everything is so uncertain. What tools do association leaders need? And I think you already just alluded to this, that leaders need to create an actual game plan for the next 30, 60, and 90 days. So they may be some of those questions. It may be articulating what, what series they're in. Uh, but how do we get out of this Groundhog Day movie that we're in? Uh, because we can make a 60-day plan and things could have entirely changed by then. And if we talk about reset, right? One of the easiest ways, I think, for people to think about the reset is to do their very best to not drag the past into the future. Now, and I'll, I'll give you context around that. Um, 2X mindset versus 10X mindset. So doubling an organization versus 10Xing an organization. If an organization is $20 million, they can easily see 
we do twice as much work, we get to 40. But if you say to them, we're gonna, how do we take this organization from 20 million to 200 million? It's a completely different thought process. You can't drag the past through thinking to reset in 10X, okay? The great thing about where we are right now is for most people, most organizations, the past is gone. The way, like it's been taken, it's, a, it's, the, it's the biggest gift because most organizations have wanted to do this work, known that they should be doing this work, but never had the mindset to actually think in those terms. And now they're being forced to because they don't have a choice. So the slate's been wiped clean. What and else? You've, got a, you've got a fresh opportunity to design. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Totally. If you're in the jar, you can't read the label. You want to be from the outside. So if you're going to think from where you've been to where you are and where you're going to go, you need some insight that's not, you know, you're not dragging the past forward. You may even need to work with different team members. Um, I've recently done future thinking without my leadership team. I brought in other coaches to assist me in future thinking because I felt like if I put my leadership team who's been with me for, you know, some of them for 10 years, then I'm not going to get the same thought process of where I need to go. What is this thing going to look like in three more years? So I put a different brain in the room around that. Interesting. And so you're, you're challenging yourself even while you're keeping your, your team challenged, which I think is uh, excellent advice. I work with a lot of leaders right now who are hearing some really tough stories about what their members are going through on the front lines. So they have two sides of this. They have the, how do I protect my organization? And how can we take care of our members? And then the, how can I take care of my own personal health? And, you know, certainly we're hearing about the importance of adequate rest, proper nutrition, getting away from the computer. Do you have any other things to offer? And I think you just did one, which is go surround yourself by some different people and some different thinking. Um, but what other advice would you have? Yeah, it's, it's, I have a little note right here that says micro workouts daily. So... <laughs> Um, I'm in my home office. Luckily I have a carriage house and I have an office that's outside of it with an apartment and in my garage downstairs is my gym. So it's easy for me to do some things. It's not as easy. I have team members that have, you know, three little kids at home and their, you know, husband and wife are working at the same kid. Like, I don't even know how they can remotely deal with that. Um, and, you know, figure out ways to take breaks. I don't think that, um, like any nuances of what we need to be doing today are really any different than what we knew yesterday. <laughs> Like everybody know nutrition, sleep, get some exercise, you know, all the stuff that we should have been doing. It's just now we really need to actually do it. Um, there's going to be a mental health crisis on the other side of this. Like we probably have not seen before. And the only way to, the only way to begin to avoid that first is understand it. Um, the second is to do the things we know that we should be doing to, to, to as best we can avoid it. Cause there will be, uh, PTSD like effects with team members, with ourselves, we're all going to, we're, we're not immune to that in any form or fashion. So the things, you know, you're supposed to have been doing six weeks ago, um, make sure you're actually doing some of those now would be my answer. Yeah. And I just had a conversation with somebody yesterday about uh, PTSD. I think we're all 
in a position where we really should learn more about that, the, the signs, the symptoms, uh, and to recognize when we can connect our team to professionals who can help them. Because I know that that's out of my purview, yep. uh, not my area of strength. Um, and so I think there's an opportunity uh, for leaders in that regard as well. So as we wrap up, and this has just been so delightful, so thank you for taking the time to, to talk with me. Um, we know that coaches don't have answers for clients, or they shouldn't, but their job is really to help clients find answers for themselves. For leaders who don't have a coach right now, what are one or two strategies that you can offer to help them successfully navigate what's being called the new normal. And I, I despise those words, but yeah. they are very, very descriptive of what's gonna be true going forward. Hmm. Resources for that, so. Um, or even strategies, it, 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 even just a couple of things. If you, would, if you wanted to speak to association leaders today, what two things would you say to them? You already knew that you needed to make these changes. I, I have this slide deck in that presentation that I do, um, and there's a picture of uh, Chris Rock, you know, big smile, and he's got his finger like this, like, like, look, man, I already know the answer before I you even ask me. Kind of look, um, the things that they need that we all need to be doing, and I'm talking to entrepreneurs all over the place, and I hear the exact same comments. Um, so, how are we gonna how are we gonna reset and get back on offense? Well, I think if we did this and this and this. Um, we could probably move into the new, you know, new style of business. Well, did you have this, this, and this on your list two years ago? Yep, sure did. Right? Like we already kind of know. So I guess the advice is all that stuff you wrote down five years ago, four years ago, three years ago, last year that you got so busy uh, and you just never got around to actually doing it, dust those things off and seeing if any of that actually gives you thoughts of what you need to look like in the future. Um, and there's tons of, re I mean, information is everywhere right now, right? So we can, we can get caught up in the consumption of when's it going to end? When's it going to start? When are we going to return? What's the economy going to do? Right. Um, I've been telling people make up your own future. Like business people have been doing this for forever. We, we show up one day and we say, I'm going there and we write a plan and we execute the plan and we get there. Nothing's really changed, but you know, we feel like for whatever reason, we're stifled by all of this chaos that's going on. When I think if we just stop for a second and say, I'm going there and I'm going to write a plan and y'all are coming with me and I'm going to execute on the plan and we're going to get there. Like if we just act like none of this is going on, although we do need to consume the information and make good choices and, you know, 70% gut feels and all that, but we can't wait around for somebody to give us a date of when the thing is. And, we're, and as you said earlier, we're not going back to normal. Um, there's nothing that's going to be remotely close to what it was February 1st. So the no try, uh, let me circle back around to that because I love that concept. Uh, what's the no try concept for Andy Bailey? Well, it's, uh, you know, it's an old Yoda saying, right? So if you watch Star Wars and Yoda, there's, uh, you must unlearn what you have learned, right? So that's just a great thing. There is no try. There's only do, right? You don't try to, you don't try to pick up that thing. You either do it or you don't do it. Um, we at Petra just are like dogmatic about <laughs> somebody tells us, um, 
oh, that, that software doesn't work that way. Well, I don't know. Let's figure out how we can get it to work that way. It was like, we figure out ways to get stuff done. So it's just, it's not a, I'm going to see if I can make it happen. It's no, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm going to go make it happen. So that's kind of the attitude. I love that. And I think that's a great, uh, great place for us to wrap up in all of the uncertainty. We still have the opportunity to make a plan and go after it. And that is the one thing that hasn't changed. So thank you for being here uh, today. Appreciate it. This is Mary Byers. And thank you for spending time with me at Successful Associations today. 